Hello, and welcome to another uninvited guest episode of We <laughs> Only Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I've lost over 120 pounds and wow. kept it off for a really long time. Uh, I am a <laughs> tiny habit certified coach, a Thrive Global certified coach. Yeah. And with me is marriage verified host Donald Weigel. And I am marriage verified. We are here. I am uh, one of the hosts of this show. I have lost about 100 pounds. I've kept it off for about six years, which is also about the length of time that we have been podcasting. That is bananas. This is uh, this is technically our sixth anniversary episode. Wow. Right now. Which so. then becomes our seventh year. This, or the first episode of year seven, yeah. I'm always yeah. confused by like what century it is, like the 20th century, the 21st century. Yeah. Are we in the 22nd? 21st. We're in the 21st. Yeah. I don't know, but it's like the year 2000. Add, add one to whatever year it is. Okay. So, you know, it's 2024. Okay. I almost said it's 2020. <laughs> it's 2024. So the first two letters are two zero. So it's the 21st century. Do you remember? Okay. the there's I think there's a new documentary out about uh, the Y2K scare. Oh, really? That was just, yeah, it's like. And I, that I was, was in, fun, wasn't it? I was fun? in business. I was in the world of business back yeah. then, and I remember we had big Y two K meetings. How are we going to deal with the digits that are flipping through so quickly? Uh, they thought, for you kids listening out there, they thought that it was like the collapse of of humanity was going to happen because I of remember digits. a commercial late in 1999. Uh, that was like it was like a I can't remember like a credit card commercial or something and the guy wakes up New Year's Day 2020 and goes out for a run and as he's running like ATMs are just like spitting money out <laughs> and like there's like giraffes on the loose for some reason because <laughs> because giraffes are somehow yeah. going to be affected by uh by it was it computers was changing very funny that is yeah. funny um but uh but today as we are recording this yeah we I'm, are recording this on january 6 2024 which is uh, a a very prophetic day or a very uh epiphonic day yeah uh, in, sure in uh, the gregorian calendar yes uh, what is it donald it is uh in the christian religion mm -hmm. it is the epiphany the epiphany also known as uh three kings day three or the Kings. Feast of Epiphany, oh, I like or feasts. or Theophany. Oh, okay. Which I never heard it called that, but the internet, it's too hard to say. The internet says that it is. Um, and Epiphany comes from the Greek epiphania, meaning appearance or manifestation. Oh. It refers to the manifestation of Jesus to the world. Oh, that's very nice. It's basically a celebration of when the uh, the three wise men showed up. And, they showed and up unannounced. Brought their gifts. Uninvited. Uninvited guests. So, okay, for you women listening out there, how chill would it be uh, 10 days after you get, no, eight days? How many days? No, 12, 12. Yeah, 12, 12 days 12 after days, you give birth. Yeah. Okay, how chill would it be? You got a if new baby. You got a new baby. Uh, and, and everybody's standing around. You got to feed three the chickens. Foreign dignitaries Th just show up uninvited. Yeah. They just knock on your door and be like, "Hey, how you doing? Are you ready for guests?" Probably not. Yeah, uh, they show up uninvited, just like the new year. Although, if they brought you like a chest full of gold, like no. I don't know, I don't know about the frankincense and the myrrh, whether you would care about that. But the chest of gold, like I don't know, it doesn't actually say it's a chest, but they did bring like Gifts. gold, like a gift of like. Yeah, but if you were. I'm just saying, as an acts of service person, yeah. if someone gave me stuff that I had to figure out where to put, oh, I'd be yeah. kind of annoyed. 
Like if they you're were also not an incense person too. No, so I don't think like frankincense would uh, no, be something you would want. No, I would want. be incensed. Yeah. Uh, Although now that I think about it, I am not entirely sure frankincense is what I think it is. But... No, frankincense is definitely that. Or there's like myrrh. I think is an oil. Yeah, I can't remember what they are. I can't are. remember what myrrh is. Whatever it is, I th- I thought frankincense was was some sort of incense. The, but the guy with the gold. It's can like Frankenstein's stay. incense. Yeah. <laughs> The guy with the gold can stay. The other two, unless they want to perform acts of service, uh, <laughs> then I'm not really sure about them. But uh, leave your frankincense outside and just clean our fireplace. Exactly. And uh, but the, they they came in three. There were also I did a little bit of research on. I promise everybody we're getting to the point. Hang on, it's coming. Yeah. Uh, but I did a little bit of research, and it's sort of like depending on who tells the story, there are a different number of people who show up. Like there was, if, if we've been, I don't know if you need to tell the listeners. If people have been listening to us for six years, like they know how this works. They know. They know. They're going to be like, ah, <laughs> they're, they're getting to I it. I guess if you're a brand new listener, thank you. Yeah, and, thank you. Welcome. And welcome. No. Maybe you don't yet know how this works, but, but don't worry about it. But we're we'll get to the together. point. We'll, we'll like, we're going to knock your socks off with, uh, with helpful weight loss advice here yeah. at, at some point. There's the spoiler. But first, there's there's, there's like stuff. there's stuff. We need yeah. to say some things yeah. <laughs> to be funny about exactly. it. Uh, but for for me, uh, the the epiphany uh, is very. It's, that's a nice thing. Like because epiphanies actually have it has more than one. Yeah, thing, right. Yeah, it's like, an epiphany is also a noun. I coincidentally just happened to have the definition here. Epiphany is also a noun that means an illuminating realization or discovery. And some synonyms for epiphany are insight, inspiration, or revelation. So people oftentimes talk about having an epiphany. They have like a, an intense moment of clarity where, where things seem perfectly clear to them, and then they understand the path uh, upon which they need to trod. To trod upon. <laughs> I have yes. decided the path upon which I need to trod. Yes, that's how Aww. I talk now. That sounds very. You sound like <laughs> this but, is how I talk in 2024. But but speaking of ways you talk, um, yeah. So we are recording this on Three Kings Day. Yeah. Uh, the Epiphany, uh, which is January 6th. It's always January 6th because it is always 12 days after Christmas. Yeah. Uh, we're already barreling into the new year. But as we are releasing this, do you know what it is, Donald? I mean, yeah. you know, you know it's like a Sunday Monday situation. Yeah, yeah. We typically we release this Sunday night slash very early Monday morning. Right. So in northern England, in more I think it was in maybe in the fifteen hundreds, look it up if you dare. You've got stuff to do. Don't bother. I'm just <laughs> gonna tell you. Um, this is actually Plow Monday. Really? It is. I, uh, I- can't say that I've ever heard of that, or if I have, I don't remember what it is. Well, it ties into We Only Look Thin. Does it? It was, it was foretold uh, to trot upon. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Plow Monday was actually uh, in Northern England when uh, people saw the resumption of work after the Christmas period. Ah. So it was actually uh, Plow Sunday and Plow Monday. Yeah. It was kind of like the the return to work and it was actually when uh, it was a period where they would uh, they would actually take their plow sort of like down the road there were there were jesters and 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 like music and stuff like that yeah. but basically it was uh, a a time to bless the the work folk yeah and the tools so they're not to- they're not plowing into jesters 
No, they're not plowing no. into jesters. As tempting as it might be, do yeah. not plow into your jesters. <laughs> but it was a time to sort of be like, hey, everybody, we're getting back to work. And you would bless the plow and bless the workers to get back to the business at hand. The uh, The time of foolery is over and you get back to work, which is actually like <laughs> – I yeah. kind of feel like that. Like I even right. said that like the the week between Christmas and New Year's one thing, but our daughter actually goes back to school tomorrow, so it kind of feels like we're starting the new year. Um so I feel like it's kind of apropos that we're doing this because y'all I'm saving time instead of saying you all, I'm yeah. saying y'all. Yeah, yeah. It's y'all. folksy also. I yeah, feel like super I'm like folksy. down to it earth. Saves time and and you you've saved so much time by explaining that you were saving time And people time feel too. closer to me yeah. by me saying y'all. By you saying y'all. Yeah, yeah I that, feel I And feel that's very, what you want. Right. But also I did find out a thing where there was also something where it was like if you don't bless the the workers and the pla- there was like give them money or give them like food right. as you're going that they would Chuck the, eggs they would at take your house, they knock would take your mailbox over with a with a baseball bat. Sure, or they would take their plow and unplow all of the hard work that you actually oh, plowed. Really? Yeah. So that's cold hearted. That like, is cold hearted. You've got a really like knocking somebody's mailbox over with a baseball bat. That seems like like a like a real easy but, like one time like thing yeah, but, to do, but. Uh, but like unplowing somebody else's work, like that's, you have to really be mad at them. Yeah, that's some revenge. Um, so, uh, but we're not going to do that because baseballs weren't invented. Then. Yeah. So that's why they don't. But I have one final thing to say on it. I it, I can't wait. Okay, in in Belgium. Yeah. Which is a place. Yeah. They make. They great actually beer and called there. it, and this actually ties into what we're talking about. It yeah. all comes together. Everybody, they call it Thelorin Mandach. Oh, really? Which means Lost Monday. Ooh, Lost Monday. Lost Monday. So, and it sort of translates to no work, no pay. Ah. And that ties into, in in your health goals, if you don't do the work, you don't get the results. Oh, yeah. But sometimes we're very focused on the end of what we want right now. That's true. We think of the, the big grand ideas of... I want to lose 40 pounds. I want to like get fit for New Year. You see all of the weight loss ads and the new bargain things and you see the end results before and not now. There are these, you know, the I mean you've seen them before. They're like, "Oh, like these people lost 100 pounds." And then yeah. they do in like People magazine, maybe like one paragraph on how they did it. And then you just sort of assume like, "Wow, it's an immediate transformation." There well, was a before and a now. And I think just like the other definition of epiphany, I think at this time of year people are focused on January, the the fresh clean yeah. slate being motivation enough to get your goals done and to like harness that motivation and this is the year yeah. I'm going to do it. Like the the you know 2024. I didn't do it last year or the year before or any of the other <laughs> or any of the other but this year yeah this is when I'm going to do it because there's a new me there like we've turned the calendar over and I've got this this time well and just like those epiphanies of those aha moments you may recall having listened to last week's episode where we warned you of the turkey vigors mm. you assume that motivation Hashtag turkey vigors yeah you assume it's that trending m- on X motivation you assume assume that a you know a buzz term like you know losing 40 by 40 that that is an actual plan to get it done and a lot of times and this is this is true for for Donald and I is that we didn't really have a strong why we had kind of like 
at the end, we want to be famous. We want to be on the cover of People magazine. We right. want to like break it big. We want everyone to be impressed by us. And we want to join the new plan that feels like it's going to fix us. Yeah. And, and look, most of my most of my why for most of my life was just I wanted to look better. Yeah. Or like I wanted to be more attractive. Like even even like to a large extent after I got married, it was just like I want to be more attractive. I want to look better in clothes. I and then the other sort of side of it was I want to do this because I think I should do it. Right. Like I, I like I should like worry about my weight. And if I don't if I don't talk about it, then other people are going to like judge me and right. I will feel shame and and then you know they'll bring it up before I can bring it up. Exactly. And that whole idea of what we think we should do instead of really understanding the why behind what we want is really important. And for so long, you know, and and I think, you know, to step back for a second, a lot of times you hear in the weight loss industry or, you know, whatever is like, what's your why? Like, yeah. and you're expected. And they say it in that tone They say of it voice. in, which yeah. is so, so cringe. Yeah. It's, it's so cringe. It's super cringe. It's super cringe. But you say like, well, what's your why? And a lot of times, and, and just in Walt Place, We Only Look Thin Place, our uh, accountability group, and in other places, people say, like, I don't feel like I have a really strong why. I like, why do you want to lose weight? Well, because I want to I wanna be thinner. And that's like, that's not a really big, you know, uh, in, in bold letters, you know, stars and stripes, just exciting epiphany. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, we talked about it in the last episode. We've done some other episodes about it. I think people think that they need to wait for their epiphany to yeah. come. They 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 think that at some point the epiphany will happen. They will get struck by a bolt yeah. of inspirational lightning. Or, as I like to joke, they'll, like the story of Scrooge, they will get visited by three ghosts in the night, and everything will change, like, overnight in one night, and then they will have the motivation and the willpower to to make it happen. Well, and these imaginary trios of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, yeah. your three past, present, future, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria, yeah. these magical trios will just land on shore. Do you know the names of the three wise men? The Magi, as they are sometimes called? No. It, it is Melchior, Casper, and Balthazar. Okay. Yeah. And here's a, here's a fun fact. Cap- <laughs> I'm waiting for the fun fact. Casper, uh-huh. the, the middle one, he eventually uh, went on to become a very friendly ghost. <laughs> And had many. Oh my gosh! You had totally, many adventures. You totally got me. How very dare you? Yeah, I thought sorry. you had real no, knowledge I have to no, share. No, nothing. <laughs> but I think when we think of why we, as a Gen Xer, yeah, I think whys come uh, like they're difficult for us to to attain. And this is sort of where I came up. I'm going to say it. I'm going to brag. I came up with the t- with the with the name of this episode. The three wise men. Like I I love wordplay. It's what I it's what I love. Because you think Oh, wise. the three W H Y S. Wait, men. did you actually not understand I didn't why? get what you were saying. What? Yeah. Wait, the three wise I was like thinking W I S E. The three wise W H Y S. The three wise. The three wise man. Man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> men yeah uh but for you didn't actually tell me oh i just assumed it was was, like it's the three wise 
these men? Yeah, no, why that's did really you, good. Why do you think we're doing this episode? I because you thought that they were I, like I te- wise. I tentatively like an owl. I tentatively titled this episode "Epiphany," which I thought was. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, no, see, not not anywhere near as good as yours. So I think uh, we are learning about ourselves, and yeah. we hope in. The- I should have <laughs> known that Catherine had some like really good, like clever pun filled title. Oh, but I'm I didn't sorry. ask. I never I'm sorry. asked. Yeah, but I just assumed because we're so in sync. It's like yeah. we, we finish each other's sandwiches. Sandwiches, yeah. exactly. Uh, but in this, so we're getting to the wise man. Yeah. What do, what do kids do, or what question do kids ask that are really annoying? <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. What? Why? Why is the sky Why? blue, Timmy? Why? Why? <laughs> because of molecules, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> but why? <laughs> but as a okay, and this is this is where I came up with uh, the the Gen X axiom. Yeah. Oh, a- the Gen X axiom. The Gen Ooh, this X sounds, axiom. This sounds, so what's an axiom? So I actually asked Google a minute ago yeah. what an axiom was, and it was supposed to be, I can't remember exactly, but it's like a a held belief that is just a truth that you don't question. Yeah, pe- right? something that people believe without generally questioning it is an axiom. Right. So as a Gen X kid, yeah. if... I'm just I'm just gonna throw this out there. This is a little therapy session for all y'all out there. Oh wow. If if your parents told you to do something and then you asked why, what did can you just think about what they might Because have, I said so. Because I said so. Yeah. That is what that is where we stop. Right. Because I said so. Yeah. And for me, this is a really big epiphany. Oh, wow. Because so often in my weight loss life, up until uh, age 41, 42, when I started this journey venture, I lived a life of because someone else said so. Because someone else made me feel shame for my weight, because I was afraid of going to the doctor, because that's what my BMI is supposed to be, because I didn't want to be embarrassed. And those were all external whys. They were prescribed by other people, not because of an intrinsic personal motivation. It was to avoid embarrassment. And when we look for short-term change or like we we want something like being a size whatever or losing 40 pounds it's an external because i want to avoid something it's not because of something i want myself and i think because we grow up in a world of don't ask questions don't right. get to the core it's just because i said so we don't look for deeper meaning in our choices. And in this episode, we are going to ask you when you're looking at your why, we're going to help you sort of push past that shallow because someone else said so to come up with sort of your core reasons for finding your why in your health goals. And for me, uh, what a question might be, um, why does your why matter? And I will tell you why your why matters. Um, it helps give you clarity of purpose in your weight loss goals, not just because someone else prescribes it. 
It um, one article that I found says that it infuses you with a passion for your goals. Now, now I don't know if I have a passion for my goals. Like I don't know if that's like super true. <laughs> well, um, you're also dead inside. So I'm a little o- dead inside. Others might also feel passion. Yeah, yeah. Um, it helps you find focus on what actually matters to you, not just because someone else is doing it or some influencer, you know, had a great transformation. And then it also helps you develop resilience when you have. Setbacks. And I think this really rings true for me. Every time in the past I had a setback when I, you know, was losing weight on a plan and had a setback, I would quit. But finding your core why helps you find that resistance, that, that resilience. And it helps you see setbacks as feedback for your future choices. Yeah, I, I would like to just uh, take a, a small step backwards and um, point out to you that because we're married, whenever you have an epiphany, you need to bring me three gifts. <laughs> just, just so like you're aware. My sparkling personality. So I will, I will expect my three gifts uh, shortly. Okay. Yeah, um, you, you wait for those. Well, <laughs> I'll give you those gifts after uh, the episode ends. You know what? Actually, the worst gift that I like the revenge gift that I could give you no. was lots of pauses on this episode. Oh, yeah. So that I have to do like a lot of do. editing. Yeah. So you might want to rethink and reframe uh, the gifts. Uh, I, because I feel like I've given you 25 plus years of gifts. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. And also true. Um, so I found in, uh, an article online uh, that I really liked. Uh, it was written by uh, a couple named Mel and Ronnie, and I'll probably mispronounce the last name, Olick, O-L-I-E-C-H. And they, uh, they are weight loss coaches uh, online. They have a website, which I will link to um, in the show notes. And uh, they wrote an article called Finding Your Why to Lose Weight. And they bring up some really great points about why you need to find your why. And once you really know what your why is, and and once you get down to it being not just a superficial, like, I want to look better in clothes. Right. I don't want to feel shame when I go to the doctor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. you it when you really know what your why is you keep working to create new and better habits no matter how long that will take you you can adopt a long-term view when you really have your why you can get out of your comfort zone it can help you to do things that scare you it can help you to keep looking for ways to grow and develop um, it can help you to put in the hard work even when you don't want to it can help you to stop making excuses for why you can't do things and it'll help you to be able to keep going when all you want to do is give up. And your why, like, it must be personal, and it must be strong, and it must be bigger than you. Right. Like, so that's not just, I want to wear a size 30 jeans. Yeah. Like. Well, and it's also not, like I said before, that external why is like, I don't want to feel shame. Like, oh, that's so inspiring. What an inspiring story <laughs> right. you do have. Right. And getting I want to look better on on my dating app. Like, right. And the internal why kind of becomes going back to those wise guys. Yeah. Um, many Mo and Shep? Yes. Okay. Many Mo and Shemp. Shemp. Well, no, wait, <laughs> those are, are the, the three stooges. No, I think those are the <laughs> pet boys. Those are three. Many Mo and Jack. Many Mo and boys. Jack. Yeah, no, it's uh, Mo, Larry, Curly, and Shemp are like 
the four stooges i can't remember how all that works but that internal why becomes your north star and that's what the wise men not the pet boys yeah uh, were following to find little bundle of joy uh mary joe sif and little baby jesus exactly Uh, so we're going to ask you we're going to take you on your own journey to find your whys for your own reasons yeah and and you know the article goes on to to talk about um like how do you find your why and it points out and this is where i would like to interject too what we're kind of asking you to do instead of waiting what this whole process is instead of waiting for that epiphany to come waiting for that lightning bolt waiting for you to get like hit on the head with an apple and figure out gravity um to you to actually put in the work to make your epiphany yeah to like create the epiphany for yourself and you know there's that there's that sort of saying like you know you make your own luck yeah like we're asking you instead of just relying on being lucky or that epiphany will come actually make your epiphany like put in the work and do it and the article that i mentioned says finding your why i'm going to read this uh read this exactly finding your why takes time and work but once you have it everything becomes easier You'll have a new perspective on your body transformation journey, and you'll begin to see value in things you never did before. You'll also gain a kind of peace about losing weight because you'll see a purpose in the things you have to do. You'll understand that there are deeper, more meaningful reasons to learn weight than just to look good. Yeah, and I know for me, this last time, uh, Jern Venture, that I went on trademark, by the way, which we should probably trademark. We probably should trademark Jern Venture. Someone actually, uh, I I think her name was KT on Facebook. Um, I she re- she replied to something I posted, and then I included the word Jern Venture. And uh, for those of you out there who don't know, Jern Venture for me, there's a Jern, and then I add a little apostrophe. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And then Venture at the end. So it's Jern Venture. That's funny, because I always just write like J U R J O U R N and then venture V E N T I don't I don't do See, the apostrophe when I do it. Yeah, so I guess we should figure it out. But um just in case anybody doesn't know, people often talk about being on a weight loss journey, which I think sounds hokey. <laughs> so I prefer saying adventure, which also is also sounds is hokey. hokey, but um, I find it a little less hokey personally. And then we, Catherine it, and I couldn't decide which one we liked better. So we sort of merged them into Jern Venture. Yeah. And it sounded hokey, but now it's just natural. It's yeah, just part it just of who we out. are. But for me on the, the, like this last time Jern Venture, every other time I tried to lose weight, I joined a plan. I'm going to do Weight Watchers. I'm going to do Atkins and it is going to get me to my goal weight. That's all I wanted. I wanted a number. I didn't want a lifestyle. And it wasn't until I was sort of at rock bottom. Uh, it was January 3rd, 2016, actually, uh, was my rock bottom day, uh, or the rock bottomist so far yet. Yeah, yet. Uh, in my life. <laughs> Growth mindset. You can have a, bo- a deeper rock bottom than that someday, dear. I believe in you. But I finally was like, this isn't a game. And that was kind of my first why yeah like the the first mindset shift was like i'm why i am sick and tired of being sick and tired and that was kind of the first time in 41 years that i didn't just see it as 
an external, shallow, like, because I said so. Yeah. It was actually at my core, I realized in my identity, I wanted to change. And that's kind of where this why process comes in and why it's important to get past the number and look at your actual identity. So, Donald, what did the article say you should do? Well, to the, find your the article that I've been mentioning um, said that they want you to write down every possible reason that you might have for wanting to lose weight a- as a starter. And that that really sounds overwhelming to me. Like Ex- when I'm that sounds soul crushing. <laughs> yeah. When, when I'm listening to a podcast or reading a book or listening to an audiobook and and they want me to write down an exhaustive list or anything, like I almost immediately like want to be out. Turn it like off. that just sounds like too much for me. So We are going to turn to the world of business for a minute. And um, Catherine found an article on a website called, uh, and it it actually is repeated twice, learnlearnsigma.com. Um, and it's, uh, it's about learning, uh, six sigma, which is a, which I don't fully understand, but a business technique, uh, or a series of business techniques, um, to help break down and solve problems. I, I believe that's essentially what it is. Right. So, um, to be, and I'm from the world of business, you Whoa. might have remembered in the Y2Ks. The, I'm married to a business worlder. I am a business worlder person and saying things like six sigma makes you sound fancy and knowledgeable, mm. but what it is is building a process around problem solving. And you are in the business of your own health. So whether it is, you know, fixing a combine, I don't know what a combine is. Yeah. Uh, a plow. It's, it's similar to a plow, I guess. Yeah, I, think I don't so. know. Probably but not. Whether you're you're fixing a machine or working on yourself, we can come up with temporary solutions, to, you know, or patches over a problem. Or at our core, we can come up with long-term strategies to get to the core of why we have the problem in the first place. And I think the article, the Six Sigma article, actually mentions if you have a headache, you can take medicine. But that doesn't solve the why behind the headache. Yeah, taking pain relievers, like if you've got chronic neck pain, taking pain relievers might get rid of the symptom, but it doesn't find the root cause of your chronic neck pain. Right. And for me, in weight loss or weight gain, as the case was for decade after decade, I wanted that patch. I wanted like, okay, I'm just going to do Weight Watchers, and then I'm going to get to my goal weight, and that's it. But it didn't actually get to the core of why I was gaining weight in the first place, decade after decade. So the why process in Six Sigma is about getting to the core of why the problem is happening in the first place. And switching that over to finding your why for weight loss is about the whys behind why you want to lose weight in the first place. Yeah, so from the the Six Sigma article, which also, like, Six Sigma makes you, me think you're, like, part of an elite strike Oh, my gosh, it some is. Kind, you know what I mean? Um, so, uh, but the, the article says um, that you begin with a clear and concise problem statement, and then you ask why the problem occurred, you document that answer, And then if that answer doesn't identify the root cause, you ask why again, and then write that answer down. So basically, you're asking a question, you're asking why, you're answering that question, and then asking why again. And this article says, continue that process until you've either asked why five times or the root cause has been identified. So 
let me try and make that a little more plain. You ask yourself, okay, what do you want to do? I want to lose weight. You say why, and you come up with an even deeper answer than that. And what the, you know, the previous article I was talking about suggested is you just keep asking why and keep drilling down and keep drilling down. And you can do that, and that might Forever, be helpful. Forever, to the Earth's core. To the Earth's <laughs> core. But, you know, just to make this a little less daunting, I like the idea of, you know, ask why until you find something that really resonates with you, um, like that you find deeply personal and meaningful to you, or until you've done it five times. Yeah. And then and then you can you can move on. So going back to the article written by the couple. Um Mel and Ronnie. Yeah, Mel in and the Ronnie. morning. Exactly. Mel and Ronnie. I don't know. In I shouldn't morning. say that. They're probably just like us and they're very lovely yeah, people. Yeah, probably. So. Uh, I believe they're Australian actually. Oh, I, I liked your Mel yeah. and Ronnie in the morning. That Thank was a, you. that was a community callback. I yeah, like it, it was. It was. Um so they they actually um what they did was reprint a one of their clients what they wrote and they started with like why do i want you know weight loss coaching why do i want a body transformation and the the sort of top level answers were to lose weight to be a good role model to my kids to wear a size 12 comfortably to be more confident and i'm not going to read this whole thing but you know why do i want to lose weight and Okay, so so that I don't get cancer or diabetes or some other illness. Why? So I don't have to spend time and money in doctor's rooms or a hospital taking medication the rest of my life. So why? So that I can continue to be well as I get older. And they kept drilling down and drilling down and drilling down and asked those questions and kept asking why and kept asking why and eventually got down to the core reasons why this woman actually wanted to lose weight, to have a body transformation. And they were to be loved, to exude love, or or in other words, to give off a lot of love, or and to live a life of freedom. And those are much deeper, more meaningful answers than just, I want to fit into a size 12 dress. Well, and I, I think because of that, you know, if, if you think about that, because I, I did in the past, I want to be a size whatever. It's not like when you walk down the street, someone is like, you look like such a size 12 today. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, right. are you a size 12? Yeah. Like one, that is a horrifying question to ask someone. Right. But in reality, we see the way people behave. Going from, and I know for me, being at my highest weight, I isolated myself from people. I didn't share my needs. I like acted like a background actor in my own life. And in this process, and it's not a number, but in the process of asserting my own needs, finding my whys, I am more confident. I am more of a leader. I'm someone who is has more like uh, emotional bandwidth to help others. Like, and that is amazing. It, it there's side effects that I didn't know were going to be there. It wasn't just I want to be a size twelve. I want a bigger life, and a and and it is the habits that we put in place that get us toward the end goals that we want. Yeah, and you know, saying something like I want to live a life of freedom, that might be really broad, but think about it like you want 
a life of freedom from worrying about your physical or mental health, uh, freedom from the worry of dying early, freedom to buy clothes you've always wanted to wear, freedom from worrying about your kid's future, yeah. freedom to do things that you love as you get older, which genuinely is my core motivation yeah. for doing this. I want to have the freedom to do things that I love as I get older. Um, you know, I'm 54 now. I'm hoping I can still do most of the same things, if not all of the same things, 20 years from now and maybe even 30 years from now. Um, I want freedom from worrying about my finances and freedom to be myself, like my true best self. And and those that motivation is far more powerful to me than just looking good in a pair of jeans. Well, and I think that when we're younger, it is like the reasons are going to be more shallow because we don't feel the effects of long-term weight like management in our twenties, you know, maybe we're like, Oh, we can lose weight kind of quickly, or it doesn't really have that much of an impact. But the longer we carry weight, the more damage it does to our body. And the less we take care of ourselves over time, the more of a burden we're going to be like on our, our own desires. Like, Oh, I want to travel. I want to like, I love photography and I love travel. And I really loved like snorkeling with turtles over the, yeah. the summer. Oh my goodness. And yes. I, I want to keep doing that. I don't want to be on the sidelines of my life. I want to be a participant and an active star in all of this. Uh, and that comes from like my core identity has changed from just wanting to be a number to wanting to have a lifestyle. And keeping that in mind, keeping in mind my long-term goal of of wanting to continue to do the things I love as I age really does help me to keep going through and keep doing all of the habits that keep the weight off, all of the 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 movement and the and the calorie tracking and and working on my growth mindset and all of that, it makes it so much easier. It, not that it's easy, it's still work and there's still days I don't want to do it and I don't feel like it. But if I bring myself back to my why, my really true core why, I it really is a lot easier to keep going than if I didn't have that. Well, and I think too, we get we can get distracted in life. Our lives are not exactly the same as they were six, seven years ago when we started this. And having that why at our core and focusing on our identity, like we, like I said at the beginning, like one of the big whys is that knowing that setbacks are going to happen and it doesn't mean that it's failure. It's just like, yeah, family troubles happen, weather happens, sure. financial things change, health changes. But at our core, we know why it matters to us, not because this magical BMI number is going to change my life, not because being in a size whatever is going to change my life, but because I want to be active. I want to be engaged. I want to be able to go on long walks on vacations. I want to be able to move my body. I want to be able to get out of bed without my feet hurting Or, or just even minutes. go on vacations yeah. and not just sit in a room because, yeah. because we can't get around or because we're too, you know, we're too exhausted to do anything. Thing. Well, and one of the things I know we we haven't talked about it in a, a long time, but I think our hundredth episode of the podcast was 
all the ways our lives are better now, like non-scale victories Mm -hmm. that have changed the way we live. And these little ways that I didn't even realize were really impacting my life quality, they have changed so much. Whether it's I used to literally only wait for stalls at public bathrooms that I could fit in. Yeah. Like that being at, at on a plane, like being comfortable in a middle seat, being able to, you know, get out of bed immediately instead of literally it taking five minutes for me to not feel pins and needles. Like that's the life that I used to live. And it kept me from doing the things I wanted to do. I thought it was just the way you felt when you were 28, but it turns out that it was- 28. But like a lot of people would say like, I don't know why you're so heavy. All I do is see you eat salad. Like, well, why do you eat salad in public? Well, because I'm embarrassed of the way I eat in private. For sure. Like, well, why, like, how do you eat in private? Well, I eat two or three bagels before I get to work and I order takeout every night. And I, like, Donald and I enabled terrible behaviors in one another yeah, in secret. We sure did. And when we stop hiding behind the public face of, well, I want to do Weight Watchers just so that I can lose weight and then go back to my true self, which is eating all of the food I want to eat. That's the life I used to live. Now focusing on, you know what? We both, Donald and I, I think, gained weight over the holidays. We went off track a little bit with our our habits. How dare you? How dare Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to call you out. But like – but, it's true. But we we went off course a little bit. Our North Star wasn't our main for- focus for the holidays. But now that it is Verlorn Mandach. Yeah. Sorry, I said it that way. <laughs> Verlorn Mandach. Uh, yeah, you made it sound very German. Plow Monday. Not Belgian, yeah. Well, Belgian, it, I couldn't actually find, like, and this is one of those things I don't actually know about. Am I, is it, is it like the Netherlands? Is the Netherlands the same as Belgian? Is it a different thing? Because I couldn't actually find any Belgian translation, but it was anyway. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. Uh, but somewhere in there, uh, in in that part, of I Europe, always get confused about the Scandinavian. The Netherlands, but, but like yeah, Bel- Belgium, I, I don't believe is. Uh, is I don't know. Actually. I don't. It's fine. We don't. I, I think, this isn't I think, our. I think Belgian sounds a lot like French. See, but I now I'm like thinking it sounds a lot more like the Netherlands. Oh my goodness, we're gonna get we're some, gonna get in very somebody, big trouble. Somebody who actually and why knows do what we, they're talking about is going to is going to be and why? upset at because us because America thinks it's the center of the world, right. and it brings us shame to yeah. know that we don't know. Can, all of can the we blame it on our Gen X education, which didn't yes. teach us about the world? Yes, yeah. but blame—that's a very good point. Yeah, we can blame past factors, and we can have epiphanies about why we don't ask questions like because i said so it can help us set that foundation for what comes next so like donald said he will put in the uh the comments of the the end whatever the show notes notes, that what's their that's what they're called he does that thank you very much you're welcome thank you for that gift you're very welcome weekly gift yeah but once we kind of get to the why we can kind of think, and I think the article that Donald found from that delightful couple, yeah, they're very delightful, very delightful, talks about once you have your passionate 
why at your core, like this big thing, then you can't help but focus every day on all of those core activities that will get you what you want. And I take, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's like your how will just happen because you'll feel so passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, which, which obviously isn't, isn't entirely true, but you know, it will help for sure. Right. But the the bigger thing is because sometimes we feel like, well, if I don't feel passionate, then why should I bother? Like other people seem really fired up for all of this and right. I don't feel that fire. And that can make you question how much you actually want it. If you want it bad enough, you'll make it happen. Yeah, I really can't stand that idea. And that is reductive. That makes it seem like if you just – and we talked about this recently. Like it, it's about who wants it more, who wants it bad enough. And a lot of times that doesn't take into account our actual lives. And so as we're winding this up, you've got your why. Maybe you've done the Six Sigma, which has the five things, which I don't know why it's only five. Why isn't it six things? I don't even know how many things there are. <laughs> no, but like it's Six Sigma. So you're assuming yeah. there's six of some, six of the Sigmas? Yeah, but you're telling me something I didn't even know. I didn't even know there were like six six steps or well, five it's, steps. It's called Six Sigma. So I know that, but, uh, but I don't know how many steps there are. There might be 47 steps. I have no idea. But uh, there are five five things that the six sigma tell us to do yeah so once you found your five the five wise you know there's, well there's, it just says ask five times and drill down five times rather than i'm trying to be funny okay i'm okay. sorry <laughs> we can do our six sigma podcast i next feel time. like i feel like you're yelling at me for six sigma or something I no, don't know. no 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 i was trying to be funny okay so once you get to the uh the five wise and you've got like a pretty good like okay that makes sense like yeah. i don't want my leg to fall off from diabetes <laughs> right like, that's a good that's one. your why that yeah. was actually your why right no my initial why was my doctor looked at me and said you've got diabetes uh if you don't do something about it you're gonna go blind or or lose a limb and i i don't know that the leg would just fall off necessarily. <laughs> like a starfish yeah but losing a leg <laughs> losing a limb from complications from diabetes was a problem and Look, that was my initial why, but even that wasn't as important to me as as now, you know, continuing to do the things I love as I age. So your why may even change as you go through this. Right. So just because there is uh, in in our universe, I hate that that sounds like Carl Sagan. I don't know yeah. why I said that. In our universe, like there is a North Star. There is a Polaris that guides ships in the night, which is super duper. Yeah. Um, but each of us has our own why and our own kind of, you know, guiding light in the direction that we want to go in. Donald's priorities and my priorities are different, but we can ride side by side um, like the wise men, which I'm assuming were on camels. I, I like to think of us riding in a convertible for some reason, oh. like in like a 1970s convertible out okay. on the open road, sort of like Thelma and Louise, only we, we get to our destination instead of spoiler alert. I right. haven't actually seen it, but I know something yeah. not good happens. Yeah, okay. I guess I won't I won't spoil I it. I think it's been I, won't I think spoil the statue a 30 of... year old movie. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so uh, once we get to our why in whatever contraption your jitty chitty chitty bang bang <laughs> chitty bang bang your, that's right. you know wacky races however you get there yeah. or whatever your guiding thing. No one actually uh, ever gets to the North Star, but it is a guide. 
And once you get there, you can actually get to the how or like, so like, what are you going to do now that you know that your why is there and and that it's not shallow? What are you going to do? And what we can ask ourselves, because sometimes we think like, okay, well, now that I know, I'll just lose a pound a week for the next 52 weeks, and then I'll be 52 pounds down, and then it'll be over. That's right. But what we try to do, and you are getting the benefit of our our big hindsight. Yeah, for uh, sure. Our many years of hindsight is not what can I do forever, what change can I make for the rest of my life, but what can I do right now? to point myself in the direction that I say is important to me. And as we enter the new year, and we, we talked about avoiding the turkey vigors from last week, yeah. you just go back an episode. Hashtag and you- turkey vigors, hashtag dipless Christmas. <laughs> I'm trying to get both of those to trend again. But instead of this like eye of the tiger, big giant changes, like new me, new year, we ask you to to just think about the small things that you can add to your day to point yourself in the direction that you say is important to you. So, for example, sort of the the pillars that we focus on are food, movement, and mindset, sort of the boundaries that we set with ourselves, the mindset that we have around things. Right. What can I add today? Like literally on like Verhoeven, Paul Verhoeven Monday or Paul whatever. Paul Verhoeven Monday, <laughs> that's right, yeah. Um, what can I do today? Well, I could add a vegetable. That's like, I could do that. Like who among us could not do that? Add one vegetable. Exactly. On movement. You know what? I could add a short walk. If I say that my flexibility and my mobility matter, you know what? I could do some seated leg exercises. I could Google that on the interweb of how to do that. And with boundaries, and this is very simple, finding out for me that I had an issue with over like part of my why, why am I tired? Why am I overwhelmed? Part of that was because I never said no to other people. Yeah. And so setting a boundary of I will pause before saying yes to another obligation. I will give myself some space to consider what happens when I overextend myself before saying yes. Putting that pause in place gives us the opportunity to reduce our stress, reduce our overwhelm. This isn't about restriction. This isn't about giving up all of the things that make us happy in the world. This isn't necessarily about those intense, you know, no nonsense, 30 day, you know, like mega charged workouts. This is what can you, listener, what can you add today that feels right for you? Yeah. We oftentimes think that we have to make giant sweeping life alternating changes life altering changes overnight and it's not about that it's about getting yourself to do the habits that you can get yourself to do right now right and for us those like small habits that we started six years ago, seven years ago, they've gotten bigger over time because once we get those foundations down, we can ask more of ourselves and it doesn't seem as difficult. Um, one uh, quote that I found was uh, very interesting to me and I'm trying to find it right now and I'm delaying. Here it is. I found it. Um, <laughs> very professionally done, dear. So um, I, I found an article about uh, from S.J. Scott called 12 Steps to Discover Your Why. And this was more about your lifetime, like giant overall purpose in life. But it um, it talked about helping you differentiate 
easy for me to say, helps you differentiate between what you should do or what you feel like you should do versus what you actually want to do. And he talks about being, or they talk about being a novice at something. And a lot of times we don't even want to start anything because we think we're going to look foolish. I don't want to go to the gym because I'm going to look foolish. Right. I don't want to do a new plan because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And the um, something in the article said, before you can do something well, at some point you have to do it without any competence or knowledge. You must be willing to do it even if you look foolish. Yeah. And so many of us are afraid of taking that first step of not knowing what we're doing. Everyone has a first day at the gym. Everyone has a first day of trying a new sport or a new, you know, food plan or a new activity. And it feels challenging and hard and scary. And we don't want to look like we don't know what we're doing. But everyone starts setting boundaries in small ways and setting up our new lifestyle in small and consistent ways. And as you are approaching this, whether this is your first day at working on your journey venture, or if you're on year 10, year 20, you've been doing this forever, knowing that your North Star, your guiding purpose is not going to match everyone else's. Knowing as well, and this is from, from our experience, that even, you know, as, as the North Star guides, uh, the, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria, <laughs> uh, which, you know, no, I'm not super, Nanny super Mo and Jack. Columbus fan. Yeah. But, Knowing that there are going to be times when our vision is clouded, literally when there are storms and clouds, you can't see the North Star. And sometimes we are going to fall off track from our habits. Sometimes we're going to have distractions of our own design. We're going to take pauses and breaks from our journeys. We're going to go on vacations, whether it's health or work obligations or just other distractions. Maybe it's Shark Week. I don't know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> like literal Shark Week, like yeah, Shark, yeah, yeah. shark Week. Um, but maybe we pause our goals and our whys don't seem as clear to us. But in the end, the clouds will clear and you will still have that North Star as your compass, as your guiding light, toward, you know, pushing you toward your goals in 2024. And sometimes our goals will change. Our, like our whys will change as our lives change. It's not about keeping a single focus on one guiding thing. It's what feels right to us right now. In our 20s, our guiding focus might be different than when it's in our 30s and 40s and 50s and beyond. Someone's why in their 70s is going to be different than someone's why in their 20s. And that is okay. So don't be afraid to continue to ask yourself what your whys are. Don't be afraid to like go back. And the one of the benefits of writing things down is you can go back and reference. What did I say my whys were a year ago? Is that still true for me now? In my current season, figuratively and literally, what can I expect of myself now? And what, like, how, what accommodations can I make based on my current bandwidth? It is so critical to stay present for yourself, not because of a government BMI, not because of what, you know, someone else says you should be, not because you fit into a size eight in your twenties and now in your fifties. It doesn't have to be about the past. It can be about investing in your future 
future selves. And for us in the new year, it is really important to be kind to ourselves, but to question ourselves and not just say, because we said so, because that's what I said a year ago, because the hashtag says, I'll lose 50 by 50. Yeah, It's focusing on understanding ourselves better, understanding our purpose more effectively, and putting structures in place to help support what we say is important to us. And we know if we can do it, you can do it too. Absolutely. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, We really do appreciate it. And uh, we really do uh, understand that, you know, this is something that you are doing for yourself. And uh, we are grateful that you are making this a priority in your life and hope that we are helping you. Um, You can find all of our episodes or almost all of them wherever you found this episode. We are on all the major podcast platforms. Uh, We are, uh, they only uh, show the most recent 300 episodes of the show. But you can listen to all of them way back from episode one on our website at any time at weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on that link for join our support group to find out more about Walt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan. We don't prescribe any particular method, whether you're doing Weight Watchers or Macros or Tracking or Intuitive Eating, um, you're all welcome. Uh, and But we are a place, regardless of our plan, to really work on those whys and to be vulnerable and you know support one another through each of our unique challenges. Uh, we do weekly Zoom meetings. We have accountability in lots of different areas. And it's just a safe place to work on yourself while you're working on your whys. We have two subscription options, a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Walt Place is right for you. Yes, so please check that out. Um, Also, you can find us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram at WeOnlyLookThin. And you can also find us by sending us a good old-fashioned email. Uh, You can write to us at WeOnlyLookThin at gmail.com. We enjoy episode suggestions. Uh, We will do our best to answer your questions if you email us there. Uh, You can even just say hello and uh, give us a compliment. That is also very nice. Um, Also, uh, I think the next episode will actually be based on a uh, listener question. Um, It was suggested to us that we do in the new year. I think that's what we're doing next. I think so. Um, And uh, so you can, uh, you know, that's a little teaser. So you can uh, look forward to next week's episode. Um, and so once again, that email address is weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yep. And since we're kind of not interested in gold, frankincense, and myrrh, I mean, the gold, like, yes. No, if you want to send us some gold, we'll take it. Take yeah. it. But in place of frankincense and myrrh, if you could head over to Apple Podcast or whatever uh, uh, app you use to listen to We Only Look Thin, if you could head over there and leave us a five-star uh, rating and maybe leave us a review Uh, Those are the gifts that I uh, and Donald enjoy getting. Not only does it really, after all these years, let us know that what we're doing is still making a difference. We have new listeners all the time. Uh, Thank you, Lose It, for uh, getting the word out there. However you're finding us, uh, letting us know how you found us. 
posting a little review uh, helps us know that what we're doing matters and also helps others find our podcast when they're looking for inspirational podcasts about germ ventures like ours. Absolutely. Um, and uh, if uh, the other way you could really help us out uh, is just tell somebody about the show. If you are in a conversation face to face over the phone, you know how conversations work. Uh, if you just, uh, you know, if it comes up and you uh, find a way to recommend us, that really helps us out. Or if you're, you know, in a in a group online, you know, I'm I frequent a lot of Reddit groups about weight loss and fitness and calorie counting and uh, Facebook groups or or a Discord server, uh, something like that. It, and it would, uh, you know, it just comes up if you could give us a shout out. It really does help the show grow, and we would appreciate it. We really would. So if you are now very confused as to the differences between the three wise men and the pet boys, <laughs> the important thing is just to remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration. inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.